Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. In this week's episode, I urge you to refuse to be anxious about global overpopulation warnings. The UN, the United Nations, predicts that by 2050, just 27 years from now, the global population will be 9.7 billion from today's population of 8 billion and will then be 10.7 billion in 2100 in 77 years. I say this is seriously misleading and probably bullshit. You need to know that almost every developed country has a naturally reducing population right now. And there is a clear pathway forward to ensure that overpopulation does not occur. Today's episode unpacks what that pathway is and will help you gain new insights into thinking about our wonderful planet and a successful future for humanity. Listening only to the prognostications of the UN will seriously mislead you. I hope you enjoy this episode. Our format for the show is that I share my big idea for the week. Secondly, I give you six resources to unpack and use the big idea. Thirdly, I review major happenings over the course of the last week. And then lastly, the foundational principles for this show and further background about me are at the end of the show for newer viewers and listeners. So let's go with today's big idea. As regular viewers and listeners would know, I'm a big fan of Buckminster Fuller. R, standing for Richard, R Buckminster Fuller, often called Bucky. Bucky was a man who died in 1983, born in America, who was awarded 47 honorary doctorates from universities around the world. He never never got a doctorate from university that he studied for. They're all honorary because of the contribution that this wonderful man made. He was born in 1896. He clearly discovered the solution to population issues, particularly overpopulation. Let me tell you about the Global Energy Network Institute that I fondly call Genie, G-E-N-I. There are two relevant websites to consider, the Australian website, and I'm a trustee of Genie in Australia. It's geniefoundation.org.au and the American website, genie.org. Genie was founded in 1986 by Peter Meissen, who is still the executive chairman, in San Diego. And it's entirely based on the genius thinking of Buckminster Fuller. Genie came about as a consequence of Bucky's thinking about the world and the discoveries of how to solve world problems through a game that he invented called the world game that identified the highest priorities to make this planet work for everybody and not just a minority. 
Bucky found that the foundational difference between rich and poor countries is, wait for it, is electricity. Get that. Get electricity and you can shift from poor country to rich country. Electricity drives GDP, gross domestic product. Countries with sufficient electricity have an increasing GDP. And there's a direct correlation between increasing GDP and birth rates. So to maintain a nation's birth rate, you need to have 2.1 babies, children, per adult woman. Under 2.1, your population will reduce over time. Countries with low GDP have high birth rates over 2.1 children per adult woman. So if we want to stop the world's population increasing, all we have to do is get electricity to every country that doesn't have sufficient electricity. Now, why is it, why is it that populations go up when there's no electricity? Well, the simple answer is because the GDP is low, then families produce a lot of children because that's the labour that's available because there's no electricity, there's no power. And then because you don't have electricity to separate sewage from drinking water and because you don't have the health system powered by electricity, then larger numbers of children die. The death rates of children in poorer countries is much higher than in richer countries. And so the third element is that countries with electricity have better access to global education. So Bucky saw all of this, and that's why when you have sufficient power, you bring down the population. And this electricity can be in renewable formats. Now, there are six forms of renewable energy that are readily available. Solar, wind, hydro, which includes tapping into the energy of a flowing river and also using dams. The fourth is biomass. The fifth is geothermal. And the sixth is tidal power. All readily available, all technologically able to be done. Now, just know that in India alone, there are over 300,000 villages that do not have electricity. You start to see the enormity of the opportunity to bring electricity to these places. Africa has a similar number of villages where there's no electricity. And interestingly, Bishop Desmond Tutu made a comment that it's, that it's a disgrace that villages with no electricity having to burn cow dung to cook their meal at night have power lines passing over their village. Now, to prove what I'm saying about population, Japan and many country, many OECD countries, and if you just look up the 24 OECD countries, you'll see how low their birth rates are. The last I looked, Italy, its birth rate was 1.2 children per adult woman. But now countries are suffering because they've got an ageing population, a reducing population. And Japan, just look up what impact this population reduction is having for Japan. Australia understands that it needs population to be growing because as a population ages, there's less people, young people, to look after the older people. So 
and, and ch- the predictions on China are that it's going to have a massive problem 50 years into the future. So these prognostications about overpopulation, I say, are misleading and highly likely to be bullshit, particularly when there is a solution which is to get electricity to those places. Hungary, where my parents came from, and I'm president of the Australia Hungary Chamber of Commerce, Hungary gives incentives to families to have children. That's how much of a problem overpopulation is, not. The Hungarian government, for any woman who gives birth to more than four children, sorry, to four children or more, she will not pay income tax for the rest of her life. That's a real incentive by the Hungarian government to make sure that its population does not drop precipitously. So I say the solution is clear. That's why I'm a trustee of Genie, a charitable organisation. We are in the education business of educating businesses of how to sponsor villages in places of their choice that don't have electricity. And it's remarkably inexpensive. So a company can sponsor one village with five, ten thousand dollars and suddenly make electricity available for that village. It changes everything. The Hunger Project, which happens to be a UN supported project, has identified that in Africa, hundred you know, hundred up to a hundred million women every day walk an average of six hours per day to get firewood and water for their needs, for their daily needs. Just imagine if there was renewable energy in that village, what could be done with that six hours? So this is a big project. It's an important project. And the exciting news is that you don't need to be anxious about overpopulation. You when you understand that overpopulation will stop as soon as we get electricity everywhere, then suddenly you think differently about our wonderful planet. So, some resources for you. Our song this week, with a little bit of editorial license, is by Sister Sledge called We Are Family. Remember that song? We Are Family. Now, Julie points out to me that, of course, it says, we are family. I got all my sisters with me. Well, just change the words to, I got all my people with me. We are family. Yes, we are all family. Humanity is one big family. And this song will remind you of what you might think about doing to help solve this problem. And this show is designed to provoke you to think about what you might do to add value to humanity. You may even come and join us in Genie. My quote this week is, of course, from Bucky, Buckminster Fuller. He said, if success or failure of this planet and of human beings depended on how I am and what I do, how would I be? What would I do? And dear viewers, dear listeners, that's how I picture my life. I ask of what value can I be? And that's why I'm a trustee of Genie, because Genie's work can make a massive difference on the planet if we succeed in educating enough people. My spiritual tip is for you to consider where you are going to make your community contribution. 
how are you going to help this planet improve? I'm involved in six charities. I urge you to think about what contribution you're going to make, and that's a deeply spiritual activity. My health tip, I was introduced during an interview during the week by by Randy Stewart in the United States, a long one-hour interview, and he introduced me to David Asprey. I'd heard of biohacking, but I didn't realize that David Asprey is the father of biohacking and the inventor of bulletproof coffee. Now, as you know, I'm a big coffee fan. Mm. And Dave's website is daveasprey.com. Look into biohacking and what it can do to your health. I'm going to look into it, and I think it's a wonderful resource that, quite frankly, I had not been aware of until I was interviewed. And you know that I'm constantly looking for ways for me to improve, for Julie to improve, for my family to improve, and so hopefully that's why you watch or listen to this show. My book this week, it's not a book. I invite you to go visit the Genie websites, genie.org, the the US-based website, and if you are in Australia, geniefoundation.org.au. There's a lot of powerful, useful information about Buckminster Fuller. There's plenty of reading there. And a spot of humour. Since we're talking about population, Putin was in bed having a dream and Stalin appears to him. Why is everything here so bad, asked Putin. What can I do to make Russia great again? And Stalin replies, Joseph Stalin, you know, the guy who killed millions, execute half of your population and paint the Kremlin blue. Why blue, asks the inquisitive Putin. Ha, I knew you wouldn't object to the first part, says Stalin. (laughs) And since my Hungarian, I mentioned Hungary and my Hungarian origins, well, you know, my grandfather was in the Hungarian army and he killed 54 men single-handedly. He was a cook. <laughs> and since we're talking about Hungarians cooking, well, how does a Hungarian cook dinner? Well, first he chops an onion finely, then he chops some garlic as well. This is then fried in a pan with about a tablespoon of oil for about 30 seconds, after which a few tablespoons of paprika is added. Add some salt, maybe some pepper, and then the cook decides what dish he's going to make. Very classic Hungarian thinking. All right, so take today's big idea and think about how it can make a beneficial difference to your life, particularly in reducing your anxiety about a future, teaching your children to not be anxious about there are too many people, let's get rid of people. No, there are wonderful solutions available, and that's why you come to this show, to find solutions that will then rejuvenate your positive intentions so that you are not burdened down by worry, by anxiety. My aim for this show is to provoke you, to inspire you, to be willing to keep exploring possibilities for you so you live a life that, as you raise your self-awareness, is fulfilling to you. You help those around you to live the same way. I invite you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, to the podcast, 
I ask you to share it with your family, with your friends, with your work colleagues. You can discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest at charlescovest.com and my main website is covest.com for corporate programs and public programs. You can access my first two books, Passionate People Produce and Passion Performance, at both of those websites. Now, let's have a quick review of what's happened over the past week. Well, I moderated two groups, two global groups, as usual, and two very interesting people. You can look them up, Alec Zek, a retired military man, 30 years of age, doing some very interesting leading-edge thinking, and Michael Wallach, W-A-L-L-A-C-H, who's done a brilliant seven-hour documentary on the viral delusion. Very interesting, very interesting stuff about questioning what you think about how the body works and what doctors are taught about health, about how how our cells function. I attended a 30-year gala celebration of the founding of the International Federation for Women in Commerce and Industry. Very interesting global global enterprise founded by Diana Abruzzi, who I've known for the full 30 years. And it's it's an interesting question of whether women need a special hand up to succeed in business globally. Well, Diana has found that they do. So congratulations to what she has managed to achieve over 30 years that came about from a vision to help women who don't believe they're capable of setting up a global business. And I've also spent a serious amount of time in regenerative agricultural matters because not only can we solve overpopulation problems by getting electricity to the whole world, but secondly, regenerative agriculture and properly understanding soil matters increases our ability to look after all of us on this planet. So Peter Andrews, I recommend you to his website, peterandrewsoam.com. A wonderful, wonderful man with 45 years of thinking about the Australian landscape science. He's an expert in hydrology and it's really been a, an eye-opener as to the wonderful work that he's done over the last 45 years. And of course, while all this is going on, working from working 70 hours a week, I still manage to find the time to do exercise and I hope you do too. Don't tell yourself you don't have time to exercise because every hour of exercise that you do gives you two hours of productivity benefits. Therefore, you're one hour ahead for every hour that you exercise. So exercising and staying fit and healthy does not cost you time. It creates time. How about that? Imagine creating time. So that's about it. If you're new to the show, stick around for the foundational principles of the show, my conversation around freedom, and further information about my background. Thanks for watching or listening. Until next week, may your week be full of challenge, of passion, of fulfillment, of nourishment, and an increase in your self-awareness so that you become ever more aware of what sort of life you want to create. Thanks for being with us. I'll see you next week. Bye. And now, 
for viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life as well as the foundational principles of the show. Here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. And I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how, how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for The Charles Covey Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, It reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion, 
What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we, we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at covest.com. Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.